Welcome to McKnight's Home Care Newsmakers podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. This is Diane Estabrook, staff writer for McKnight's Home Care Daily. In the past year, CVS Health and Amazon, among others, have been aggressively moving primary care back into the home. Landmark Health got a jump on them. It's been providing in-home medical care to older adults for nearly a decade. Recently, I sat down to talk to Landmark Health CEO Chris Johnson about this trend and what he thinks these new entrants will mean to the house call market. I think it's great to show that the movement of healthcare into the home is really, it's really getting to be mainstream. When we started the Landmark business almost a decade ago, um, the idea of bringing primary care services into the home, you know, when, when we met with folks, we'd really have to explain it, explain it again, and everyone scratched their heads around why you would think about doing that. I think that we're seeing a greater and greater recognition of two things. One, what I would say is like the incredible need that's really hiding in plain sight for primarily seniors across the United States who are struggling to access the care that they need to live meaningful lives and be able to stay out of the health systems and the skilled nursing facilities that over the last 40 years we've kind of relied on in order to manage the care of those of those patients. And I would say, I don't know that we're really managing, I'd say we're, we're managing the miscare in many times, uh, many cases of, of, of those people. And then the second is the incredible ability to have a profound impact on outcomes. I think you're seeing groups that are showing by getting upstream of exacerbations, upstream of kind of disease progression, you're able to intervene more proactively. You're able to have a more holistic view of not just that patient's clinical conditions, but the environment in which they're in and be able to really think about how do I pull on all of the right capabilities and and offerings, whether that's clinical, behavioral health, pharmacy, uh, social social challenges that they're having, whether that's you know mobility, uh, transportation, food, are there fall hazards within the home? You're really able to get that global picture of that person, not as a patient so much as a person who's trying to live. With these bigger companies, though, like the CVS and the Walgreens and the Amazons, are they going to enhance care? How do you see them? Do you see them as competitors? Do you think they're going to raise the bar? What do you think that they're going to mean to this industry? I hope that they continue to try and raise the bar. I'm at Landmark. We're part of Optum Health. And so part of a a large care delivery capability that has a national footprint today. I love the idea of more people getting into this space. Not only does it show that it is the way of the future, but what's the saying? Iron, iron sharpens iron. Um, uh, I, think, I think having other groups that are innovating, that are pushing the needle is just going to be great for, for consumers. It's going to make sure that the differentiation, uh, the bar for differentiation is going to continue to rise across each of these competitors. And I think it's interesting to see, I think it'll be really interesting to see, you know, you have companies like CVS that bring an interesting retail kind of capability to the world and, and lens that they view the view the world. I think you're seeing Amazon, you know, a digital first company that's thinking about this. I think you're seeing Optum and United who've been kind of the flag bearers in terms of really thinking about integrating care into, into their strategy. I think all of that's just going to be better for consumers in the long run. So it'll drive innovation. I think it'll make costs come down. I think it's going to make quality go up. And hopefully my, my view has always been that 
what we're tackling is not a healthcare problem. It's actually a, a challenge with aging in America. And that as we get older and as, as Americans get older, the healthcare system fundamentally has been not focused on helping them to live their most meaningful lives, being able to be with their community and be surrounded by their family. But instead, we've really focused on how do we bring them into the healthcare system and how do we build a healthcare system that's really built around the institutions of healthcare. I think we're flipping that paradigm on its head and we're starting to think about how do we measure our outcomes in terms of, you know, days not spent in a hospital. How do we think about, you know, healthy days created for, uh, for consumers and the people that we serve, which I think is really a profound undercurrent of this move to the home. You alluded to um, older adults a few minutes ago, and you focus on seniors and those with multiple chronic conditions. And you've been doing this for a little while, you said almost a decade. So over the last decade in treating those patients, what have you noticed about them? What has changed? What has improved by you going into the home? And maybe what have you noticed about those patients over the past decade? That's a that's a big question, Diane. Um, for me, um, you know, my, my my background is not clinical, but I've had I've had an opportunity to lead one of Landmark's early medical groups lead corporate strategy and you know, now have the ability to, to and the, the kind of the privilege to lead our organization. I think one of the things for me that I've seen is just like how human the delivery of care in the home is. Um, you get invite our, our teammates get invited into not a patient's home. They get invited into a person's home and they sit at the kitchen table or they sit, you know, in a, in a living room, on a couch or a chair with with the, the person we have the ability to provide care to or, or in a bedroom if, if they're if they're kind of constrained to a bed and they get to learn the, the the true story of the people that they're caring for oftentimes their family members are are there they're present and the relationship is yes it's one of kind of clinician to patient but it's also a relationship of what I think of as our team being like caring community members and the family of the, the, our patients and being able to really think about how do we make the most of the time that we have in front of us uh, together and chart that journey together. And that, that gets to great clinical outcomes as well, right? It, it gets to the fact that we're able to show, you know, generally over 20% reductions in inpatient admitted, admissions over 20% reductions in skilled nursing days per thousand, incredibly high net net promoter scores. But really the, the thing that I think most about that we're, and we're trying to figure out how to quantify is that we're actually creating more meaningful time um, for, uh, for the, the people that we serve. Um, and we're able to do that by helping them be in their homes, be in their communities not having to move to, you know, assisted living facilities where they may have normally been able to, we're able to really pull those pieces together so that the family isn't overburdened by the fact that they have an old, an elderly parent or aunt or uncle, we're able to make it, you know, manageable for them to provide the best care um, that they want for that, for that loved one. Let's talk a little bit about Medicare Advantage plans. And you've been partnering with these plans for a little while. Um, and we're about to 
um, embark on the open enrollment period um, in mid-October. And we're starting to see already that these plans are enhancing benefits this year, supplemental benefits a lot. I'm seeing a lot more um, care moving into the home, whether it's healthcare, people coming in for visits, they get an annual visit, but you're also seeing more things like food and um, meals and things like that. Um, How do you see these MA plans expanding going forward? They're at 46% of the market right now. When do you think that they're going to hit that tipping point where they're going to be you know, more than half of the market and kind of what do these supplemental benefits provide these people? I mean, where do you see things going from there with those? Yeah. You know, um, I, I think that, um, our, our primary customer is landmark has always been Medicare advantage plans. Um, and for us, they've been a great partner because they've helped us to really unleash, the innovative model that we want to provide, um, right? It, we, our, our model, you know, does not work in fee-for-service Medicare. Um, and part of the reason for that is a lot of what we do, it doesn't have a billing code associated with it. It's, it's, it's what's right for the patient. It's going to change the directory of disease for them. Um, but being able to do kind of, you know, risk-based partnerships with MA plans, we can, you know, um, kind of, metaphorically put put our money where our mouth is we can sign up for improved care um, not have to worry about being able to bill for it and actually be compensated if we if we achieve those outcomes using kind of innovative models and i think what you what you just referenced Dane, is is really the next evolution of medicare advantage where they're continuing to look for how do we actually innovate on the ways that we get the services that their consumers their their customers are demanding to live healthier lives, to live um, live in their homes longer, um, and I think I think that's just generally a good a good thing um, to see to see continuing to occur, um, and I think we're going to continue to see that evolve. Um, will Will Medicare Advantage crest you know that fifty percent threshold that you referenced? Um, my sense is it it will because it's it's a great product that I think we're seeing uh, consumers. Uh, continue to, to opt into as they learn about the benefits that are available with great partners across, across the country. But I don't have a crystal ball, but I, I think generally it's being seen as a great, a great value for consumers. So as long as they continue to offer a really great value proposition, hopefully continue to bring in innovators like Landmark to the picture, um, I think we'll continue to see that growth occur. In looking at those partnerships, does it behoove a company like Landmark to partner with transportation provider or a home care company so that you become more attractive to these MMA plans when you're, you know, soliciting them to, to partner with them? It's a great question. Um, so, yes, I mean, part of our value proposition is not to have a proprietary capability that, you know, we, we do everything. Our, our goal is to really be the best at kind of a, a geriatric medical medical group that delivers care in the home and then to find great partners across the communities where we serve, where we serve patients. So we're often building, you know, relationships with home health agencies to have better and tighter care coordination. We'll do the same with various transportation companies. And we do that in partnership a lot of times with the Medicare Advantage plan or other managed care organization that we're working with, um, you know, to make sure that it's part of their, you know, potentially their supplemental benefits or other other uh, other benefit in their plan design, um, but those are critical, right? And and part of the challenge is making sure that it's not 
a, a kind of a piecewise approach to delivering care, but there's truly a systems approach that puts the patient truly at the center and coordinates all of those pieces around around the side. And that's what our that's what our team strives strives to do. When you and I last spoke, and I think it was about a year ago, you were talking about partnering with hospitals and and healthcare systems. What is happening with that? Have you been doing that? We are. We have we have um, a number of uh, health system as well as um, you know IPA relationships across the country. We're continuing to be able to accelerate that. Being a part of Optum has been tremendous because obviously they have a large number of partners across many geographies um, that are delivering primary care and other specialty care. And really, the vision is to be able to, generally for our group, to be able to find health systems, find uh, other medical groups that don't have the ability yet to deliver care in the home and continue to extend that modality into the home in a really seamless care-coordinated way. And obviously, that's going to continue to require our friends in the you know the, the IT um area to figure out how do we make sure that data is really continuing to talk with with the various systems that we're on, whether that's a home health agency, a health system, our own technology platform, so that everyone's working off of the right data source for that patient. And we're not doing redundant care or uncoordinated care, but continues to be really our North, our North Star as an organization. And we're continuing to see a lot of progress in that uh, direction as well. And we've seen costs going up. Obviously, we're seeing transportation costs going up because of fuel. We're seeing labor costs going up. Um, and you talked about data. Do I'm got, I have to think that those three things all play together to try to keep costs in line, correct? Because if you're going to somebody's home, that's a lot more expensive than having them come to you. So how do you how do you contain those costs to make this a viable option for for Medicare Advantage plans and for other payers? It's a good question, Diane. Um, it's certainly um, been hard, uh, harder over the first half of this year with all the inflationary uh, pressures uh, that have been out there. Um, you know, for us, it, it's about making sure that not only do we provide great service to our patients, but also our provider team. So we've been making a lot of investments to make that a little bit easier on them in terms of uh, trying to have you know more efficient technology to allow you know faster documentation. Um, we're obviously making adjustments to make sure that they're being properly reimbursed for mileage, et cetera, out there. But from a from a systems perspective, um, that just means we need to do an even better job. I I think in terms of helping folks stay at home more, right? Our our lever for uh, doing good in the world and doing good best by our patients is helping them to be able to stay home. Um, that's what they want, and the more that we can do that, you know, that prevents downstream medical costs as well. So that's really been the focus of our model. I think that's a little bit of the beauty of value-based care as well, is that we're not in a kind of a fixed margin business. If if we're able to continue to innovate, deliver new services, we can actually continue to create win-win situations for our patients, our partners, and ourselves the uh, the way that we contract. And kind of along that line, the the big challenge for everybody over the last year or two has been the worker shortage, the healthcare worker shortage. Do you see that getting better, um, or is that going to continue to be a headwind for people like you for the next for the foreseeable future? You know, I 
I, I don't know the answer to that, Diane. I don't, I don't have, um, I don't, I, I, I actually don't think about it the world that way. I think what we've really focused on in, and what I really believe in is that we are trying to create like one of the best care delivery products um, that's ever existed. And what that means is it's not just a great product for our patients, but it's, it's a great uh, clinical platform for people that want to practice medicine. When people are attracted to Landmark and I think, you know, home-based care in general, they're, they're brought into a paradigm that prioritizes spending time with the patients who need it the most, um, making the interventions and investing capabilities not in what kind of, you know, is the optimal, you know, fee-for-service billing code, but is what's going to help that patient stay at home. And that really attracts a, a, a very mission-driven, not only providers, but, you know, I'd say across our medical groups, even the, the administrative folks to our medical group are really drawn by this mission. So I, I won't claim that we, you know, we aren't seeing that there are headwinds in the market in terms of, of hiring, but I, I feel like we've really benefited because we're creating an organization that people want to be a part of. Um, and that's doing something that's really differentiated from what you see in a lot of the rest of the healthcare system. And that's making, you know, a, a recruitment and retention, I think a little bit easier for us relative to um, some of the, the rest of the, the healthcare ecosystem these days. It sounds like too, that you're improving the relationship between the patient and the provider, and that then might translate into better and better outcomes for the patient. Uh, a hundred. Yes. Absolutely. It's a great, it's a great point. It, it is. It's not, and it's not just even the provider and the patient, it's the provider and the patient's caregiver. You know, it's almost like in the old days, probably when everyone knew the, the local physician in the community, um, our team becomes ingrained into our patient's lives and into their family's lives. Um, and our, our kind of care delivery model enables that and encourages that. Um, and we want our patients to feel like they can call us anytime for any reason, and we're going to be there to help them or a caregiver can call us anytime for any reason. And we can be there to help, help them get through that. And I think that bond is part of what really helps us to have an impact uh, with the patients we're caring for. Great. Chris Johnson, thank you so much for joining me. Diane, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to McKnight's Home Care Newsmakers podcast. For the latest in home care news, visit McKnight'sHomeCare.com.